Hello everyone. Today I will be talking to intrepid English teacher Lida and we talk about her travels, the different languages she can speak and about her experience teaching English. I hope you enjoy today's podcast. Hi Lida, how are you today? Hi, I'm all right. Thank you. How are you? Very well, thanks, Lida. Thanks for being here. Um, maybe you could start by introducing yourself. Okay. So my name is Lida. I'm 30 years old and I'm originally from Prague in the Czech Republic. I moved to California during high school and then I studied linguistics at Aberdeen University in Scotland. Um, I went traveling after finishing my university degree and I was planning on teaching abroad but I missed Scotland too much and I've been living in Edinburgh since 2015. I'm currently also studying a master's degree in online and distance education with the Open University. Excellent. So you've done quite a lot of traveling then, but it sounds like Scotland is your, your spiritual home. Yes, definitely. I would, I would agree with that. Um, I initially decided to study in Scotland um, because I liked the accents um, and I thought it would be a, a little bit of extra challenge for me. But since the first day, I, I felt welcome and like it was home. And for me, Scotland has it all. Uh, I love tea. I love the people here. Uh, I really enjoy the humour, uh, the nature, and I love the weather. Right, it's not as bad as uh, some people say it is, right? It's it's not too yeah. bad. Okay, so you, you've travelled quite a lot and you studied in California. Where were your favourite countries <laughs> in the world to go to and, and why? Oh, that's a, that's a good question. Um, I would have to say Iceland is definitely one of my favourite countries to go to. I've been three or four times already. And yeah, I love it. It's just, it looks like it's, you're on a different planet and kind of the, the language. And yeah, I love Icelandic music. Um, so I would say Iceland and New Zealand as well. New Zealand is slightly warmer Scotland to me. Wow. So you spoke about languages there. I know that you speak a few languages. So uh, do you want to tell the listeners about that? Sure. Yeah. So I, I grew up speaking Czech and also Slovak because that's a language very similar to Czech. I went to a bilingual Czech and French school. Uh, so I actually was fluent in French before English, but moving to, to the States and then to Scotland, um, I've kind of given up uh, French for English, I don't speak as much French anymore. And I can speak the basics of Icelandic, Swedish and Italian. But as I said before, they're not, they're not a great level. Well, I think uh, we'll let you off there. <laughs> I think that's enough. Your, your family is quite a, a linguistic family, isn't it? Yes, both my both my mum and grandma can speak eight languages. So, so I'd like to surpass them and, and speak nine eventually. Wow, that's a great uh, goal to have. <laughs> Fantastic. Do you have a favourite language? Um, I think English is my favourite language from the ones I can speak properly uh, because it's so rich and varied that I feel like it allows me to, to express myself better than I ever could in Czech. Uh, I sometimes feel like Czech is missing some words that I need. 
And I also wish my Icelandic was better because um, I really like the language and it, to me it sounds great. A little bit crazy, but great at the same time. I think our perception of the world kind of changes when we speak a different language because they don't translate perfectly. So I feel, I feel like a slightly different person when I speak Czech and when I speak English, definitely. I'm sure a few people have told you uh, that your accent sounds a little bit Scottish. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I get that a lot. Well, I get Scottish or Irish, but I've never had problems with accents. Um, actually, if I sometimes speak to in Czech even to someone from a different region, by the end of the evening, I quite often speak with that accent. So I think I've got quite a good ear for accents. Quite often, I just start speaking like the person I'm speaking to. Yeah, I often get that too. <laughs> I do that. I think it comes from having a, um, a grandma with a very broad Irish accent for me. Um, I can quite often pick up an Irish accent by, by the end of the evening. Hmm. So how long have you been teaching English then, Lida? I've been teaching English for about four years. I've been teaching online for for about two or two and a half years. So the first a year and a half, uh, I was only teaching face to face. And the last two and a half years, I've been doing both. And what do you like most about teaching English, either online or face to face? I think the best part is uh, seeing my students progress and improve and for them to be aware that they are progressing because I think uh, just persevering is one of the hardest things. So, um, so yeah, just being able to see that progress in my students. Yeah, that, that moment when they, they suddenly understand something they've been working on for a while, mm-hmm. um, isn't that just the, the best feeling when you see a student finally click um, and, and get it? Yes, absolutely. Or uh, especially with some of my students that I've had for a long time, sometimes there is just a word that they cannot remember. And then the lesson that they suddenly use it in a sentence properly, it's just, yeah, that's the best. Great. I know it well, yeah. <laughs> Right, so you mentioned that your degree is in distance and online learning. Um, that must come in very useful for you when you're creating courses for the Intrepid English Academy. Um, yeah, definitely. It's, uh, it's very closely related. And actually, through studying my degree, I've gotten some, some nice ideas on how to properly create courses that work and interest students. Um, So that's been, it's been quite nice to be able to apply something I'm studying straight into my job. And on the Intrepid English Academy, I've so far created two courses. Uh, The first one is an English for Beginners course, which is designed to kind of introduce students to the basics of communication in English and get them a bit more confident with just meeting a new person for the first time. And the second course is a bit different. It's an exam preparation course for the CAE exam. And this course takes you through the requirements of the CAE exam, and it goes over each part of the exam in detail, and then some sources for studying the grammar and vocabulary needed as well. So both courses include quite a few different skills then. Uh, They're not just limited to one skill. 
Yes, they all cover all of the four main skills of reading, speaking, writing, and listening. One of the most important things um, while learning a language, in my opinion, is just having fun and enjoying it while you're doing it. So that's why I, I wanted to include a good variety of activities for students. That's excellent. Um, I'll add the links to those courses um, in the episode notes so that students can, can find those easily. Um, and what would you say is the, the most common piece of advice that you give to your, your students? So as I said before, definitely having fun is really important. I always recommend finding a hobby they can do in English and just practicing English every day, even if just for 10 minutes, uh, just being exposed to the language daily, I think is really important. And just using it, not worrying about making mistakes. That's a really, really good piece of advice there. Um... I, I absolutely agree with, with that. I think uh, having fun and uh, getting regular practice, they go hand in hand because if you mm -hmm. find the activity, maybe watching a TV show or playing uh, on an app, for example, on your phone, like Words with Friends, if, if you really enjoy it, then it won't feel like, oh, I have to learn English or I have to fit in my five or ten minutes of English today. It's, uh, it's exciting. You, you find yourself going straight to it as soon as you've got five minutes free. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, turning it into a hobby rather than something you have to do because of your job or because of your studies um, will definitely help, I think. Sure. OK, is there anything else that you wanted to, to tell the listeners before we leave today, Lida? Um, I think just that I'm looking forward to working with any of them and helping them um, improve their English. Awesome. Thanks ever so much for your time today, Lida. No problem. Thank you. To find out more about Lida, you can visit her Intrepid English Teacher profile page. The link is in the episode notes. You can book a free trial lesson with Lida or any of the Intrepid English teachers. Thanks for listening and we'll see you again soon.